Hello and welcome to the Bucket Lister podcast. Join your host, Keith Crockford, along with special guests who have traveled the world, here to share stories of their adventures and plenty of inspo to add to your bucket list. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Bucket Lister podcast. I am your host, Keith, and today I am chatting with our number one bucket lister, Jane. Hello, Jane. Hi, yeah, you're right. Very well, thank you. Now, before anyone just turns off this episode because they suddenly think that they're not our number one bucket lister anymore, Jane, I would say, is our number one bucket lister because she has been on the most bucket list trips out of anybody. So she's not necessarily our favourite, but she's our number one on the table um, in terms of the amount of trips she's done. So, Jane, just let everyone know, how many trips have you been on now? Uh, I have literally just got back from number nine. Number nine. So what what is the nine that have been on the list so far? Uh, The original one, which I'm sure you'll technically tell me wasn't a bucket list one, was a rockin' rapid, was Killy. Uh, Then did uh, Annapurna Circuit, Uh, the Sahara Desert Trek, uh, Gozo Diving, uh, Croatia and Montenegro, Jordan, um, Salkantai, up to Machu Picchu. Um, just done Morocco, and I always manage to forget one. I think I think it, I think it's pa- I think it's Patagonia, isn't it? Patagonia, yeah, that's the one. There Thank we you. are. So, so you've pretty much ticked off quite a few of the um, the continents and countries around the world, and. Out of all of those trips, if I'd said to you now, which don't get excited, I'm not going to, but if I was to say to you, like, here's a ticket to go back on one of those again, which one would be the one you would go back on? Oh, that's a question and a half. Um, Killy kind of holds a a place there, I think maybe because it was my first. um, And... I'm still in touch with a couple of the guides that we're up there with. Um, so, yeah, that probably holds one. But then Patagonia was also pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, that was probably one of those two, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. So, like, obviously you went you went on Kilimanjaro with us and that was, that was pre my bucket list days. So before I set up the bucket list company, when I was running our overseas trips through – um, my other business at Rockin' Rapid Adventures. So I'll, I'll let you have nine. I will say it's nine. It was <laughs> it's where the bucket list company came from. So you can have that one. But Thank you. what what makes you keep booking trips with the bucket list company? I mean, to book nine, and let's just say you've got another load booked as well for the future. Why do you keep coming back? Um because I'm single, I always th- think it's nice to share the experiences. And although, I mean, now I'm coming around and we're meeting more and more people that I've met on other trips, so you do know some people, but it's nice to go out and go out with people to share the experience. And because they're going and booking those sort of trips as well, you've already got that sort of connection with them. So it makes life a lot easier. Um, and also, I'm fairly lazy, and uh, 
like the fact that you've already got everything already planned for me and I just get pushed in the right direction and just basically go. So it's great. So And I mean, so like you said, I think that's a really important thing is that, you know, there's so many, I mean, over 75% of our customers originally book a trip on their own without knowing anybody on there. But in terms of, you know, I always say you're just going to go meet your new friends because yeah. on any trip, there are always going to be people you're going to connect with, you, you're going to stay in touch with in the future. You know, have you found that on trips? Oh, God, yeah. Um, especially recently, we um, did three trips on the bounce with Mike and Jeline. Bless them. They must have been sick to death with the back of me. Um, um, and they're absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm still, in, yeah, he's still in touch with quite a few from different treks and we just had almost a reunion from our Annapurna trip it was almost a, a complete reunion ready for Patagonia so it was nice to catch up with everybody again um and you, you do you stay in touch with those that you you really click with um I haven't deleted one of our whatsapp groups so every so often even if it's just a happy new year or the odd birthday that we're aware of it just so need like sparks you into saying hello to them again. And it's just nice. So when obviously it's getting a little bit tougher for you now, because you flick through the brochure and you're like, I've done that one. I've done that one. I've done that one. What makes you think of your next destination? Like, what is it for you that goes, Oh, that looks interesting. What, what is it with the bucket list trip that you go, Oh, I want to do that. Is it the country? Is it the activities? That's a little bit of both really. Um, I mean, some of them are like the destination with, uh, I mean, it's like, even as a kid, I wanted to go across the Sahara. So, I mean, that's been there. Um, the first one, which was Killy, was a case of, I, I saw it advertised when I joined the climbing club. Um, and uh, I recently lost um, my mum and she'd been planning to go to Norway forever and never done it. And it kind of made me think, right, I'm going to just, when I see a place I want to go to, I'm going to go. So, um, and then I keep seeing, like, you keep bringing out new trips as well, which never helps me because I keep saying, right, I'm going to be good this year. I'm only going to book one or two. And then you'll bring out a whole new list. And I think, oh, that would be really fantastic. Um, and there's still, like, loads, as we were discussing whilst we were away last week. Um, there's still loads of places out there that I'd love to go to. Um, and it's just, yeah, finding the right sort of sort of itinerary when you're out there as well, isn't it? It's not just necessarily the, the destination. So I mean, to be honest, Jane, that conversation we had while we were away was just how I was going to get more money out of you. I was just intrigued with what was on your <laughs> yeah. list. So, yeah, we haven't even decided whether that we were going to go to those places yet. But, you know, I'm kind of running out of places to take you now. So it's kind of. Yeah. I'll have that conversation with Jane and see see you know if I can put those <laughs> trips in front of her, she's going to spend some more money, which is great. Yeah. What? Well, so you've got another four booked? At five. Five. Mm. So what 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 have you got booked left to go then? So we've got Cappadocia this autumn, um, and then next January we've got Easter Island, and then the following autumn we've got Thailand, and then in twenty five we've got iceland and vietnam there we go so a lot of the new ones that you've i mean i'll, I'll tell a funny story about jane because a few a couple of years ago we launched 
um, two trips on the same day. Oh, so, we <laughs> so we launched um, our Chilean Easter Island trip and our Patagonia trip. And we decided that we were going to run them at the same time. And we launched these two trips. And literally, you know, the emails had gone out a week before saying that at eight o'clock on this day, we were going to be launching these two new trips. And at about four minutes past eight, I put the first booking came through and it was from Jane. But she hadn't just booked one of the trips. She had booked both of them to go on the same day. Um, and then we kind of had to make a quick phone call then to say to Jane, I'm not quite sure how you're going to split <laughs> yourself into two, but we had to give you the opportunity then of choosing mm. which which one you were going to go on first. And so you had, Pat- well, you had Patagonia this January and then you had moved yeah. to Chile and Easter Island to, to next January. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, it was a deliberate mistake just to make sure you guys were awake and see yeah. that I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was, Jane. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have taken the money off you for both trips, but I, I think that wouldn't, wouldn't have been quite fair considering um, you'd, have, you'd have had to have split yourself in half. Yeah. I mean, what would you what would you say to somebody who is? Yeah, I don't want I don't want to turn this into a sales podcast in terms of you know come with the bucket list company we're amazing, but obviously you know we do do something right. Bearing in mind that you've now booked fourteen trips with us, and as we've only got thirty three in the collection, and obviously there's some of those trips that you're probably not going to do because, like you say, you've already been to Salkantai and to Machu Picchu, and we do the Lares trek to Machu Picchu and the Inca Trail trek, so you're probably not going to go on those because you've kind of ticked that Machu Picchu bit off now. But what would you say to someone who's thinking of not necessarily coming away with a bucket list company, but they're on their own, they're a female traveler, and you know they're wondering whether or not group travel is actually for them? Give it a go. If, if you don't give it a go, you're always going to be wondering and you'll probably end up regretting never going. Um, yeah, it, like I say, it's all about sharing the experience. Um, I find it a lot more enjoyable. I know you'll all take the mic because I end up hanging off the back of the group, taking photos a lot of the time. Um, and you'll probably say I'm not part of the group a lot of the time, but it is about being able to share that and helping each other along because you'll always go through different bits that each of you find hard for whatever reason, whether it's physically or mentally. Um, yeah, it's it's just so much easier. Um, you got the community layer you've got the security there if you want it if you want to go off by your own then people will leave you go off by your own to a certain extent um and as we were discussing again with um, a couple of the others that were with us last week we, we ended up with a great value holiday as well because when they were looking at rebooking the similar sort of package by themselves they found out it was quite a bit more expensive than it was with with booking it through you guys so yeah it's yeah win-win think- all the way around I think that's it, isn't it? I think, you know, sometimes you think, well, if I do it all on my own, then actually I'm going to be able to get it cheaper. Um, And in some situations, obviously, yeah, that is true. But then in other situations, that's not always the case. And, you know, and I know for you, you're a really busy person. You know, you're always here, there and everywhere. Like, you know, you're in the services. So for you, having everything organized for you and done for you so literally all you need to worry about is booking your coach to the airport that's literally the only thing you've got to deal with isn't it yeah that and just make sure you have a quick look on for me to make sure you haven't got to do any extra documents before you go um yeah and that's literally all i do it's great 
it's all laid out on a plate for me. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I think it's interesting, Nick, because you know, we did a we did a podcast last week on um them changing the rules now for in Nepal, so you have to go with a guide. So it's taken that kind of independent traveller part almost away now from Nepal. You can't go and do it on your own. And for some people, that's how they want to travel. But for other people, like yourself, you know, you want that community, that social around it. And like you say, you don't have to do it all the time, do you? you know, sometimes you go all out for a meal together. Other times you go out for a meal is a couple of people, and then other times you go out on your own. It's kind of you can take it, take it or leave it, really, can you? Oh yeah, yeah, it's so adaptable. That's the the joy of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, and in terms of obviously, you know, you've done a lot of different trips. You've done a diving trip. You've done trekking trips. Like from a from somebody that sat there thinking, oh, I haven't got you know, I, I enjoy walking on the weekend, but I haven't got any of the equipment that to go and do something like that. What would you say to those sorts of people? Um, if they're worried about equipment and stuff, then go to a proper sort of outdoor place to start off with and get fitted properly. And then by all means, you haven't necessarily got to buy the kit from there. Um, but at least once you know your size and what feels comfortable, um, you can then start shopping around a bit and maybe get a cheaper deal. But quite often, you can find discount cards and stuff for various different companies anyway. Um, and you yourselves do a certain amount of like equipment online. So, but yeah, I would always recommend that you get it fitted properly first, know what fits, know what's comfortable and make sure you get it ahead of time. So you break it in before you get out there. Cause if you're starting to break in brand new kit and equipment, then you're in, and you're in the middle of nowhere. The chances are you're going to end up with blisters and, what have you and find it wasn't quite as comfortable as you thought it was going to be and uh, yeah not enjoy your trip so much unfortunately I mean let's be fair I mean for the kit list for for Gozo or the the surf and yoga trip there wasn't much of a kit list was there it was <laughs> no, a, a, swimming a, costume. a swimming costume in a towel <laughs> is pretty much all you needed um, yeah so I mean what in terms of you know you've you've got five more trips booked with us but mm -hmm. what what else is on the bucket list for for jane for me uh grand canyon is I'm just always gonna, i'm just gonna, a, just gonna grab a pen just to make sure i get this written <laughs> down. grand canyon uh has always appealed um and probably do it not all walking but probably with some like pony or mule treks in amongst there and if the cash allows possibly a helicopter ride over the top of it um but that's like big dreams i think um not been out to Oz or New Zealand yet. Um so that would probably be a, a nice one um out there somewhere. Uh, again, you can't go up Airs Rock anymore. Um but that again was another one that was a, a dream when I was a kid. So um so maybe getting there and even seeing the reef. I know it's getting more and more guarded nowadays, but again it's one of those natural things and it? it would just be great to see um i am still trying to get into the galapagos islands which was um now been put as an add-on um but unfortunately i missed that um so i'm trying to get on that one um yeah and maybe go and do one of the ices so uh, antarctica or 
something like that. And yeah, one of the polls. Just a, yeah, I, I don't know that I'd really enjoy much of the glacier walking because I now I'm getting well, I don't know, more of a wimp in my old age. I'm not enjoying the cold so much, but um, yeah. Don't know. I won't let, don't, nice let Dave, don't let Davey you say that. Blimey. Yeah, well, Dave's just like the legend that is, isn't he? So, uh, yeah. But, um, I mean, obviously, yeah, we've you've done quite a few trips with Dave. You've done quite a few trips with me over the years. Like, what would you say? What would you say is the ad? Because obviously, we do our trips at the Bucket List Company a little bit different to most other companies in terms of we use local guides, but also there is a, a British guide with you from our company, not necessarily British, we've got some German and we've got some Spanish, but there is yeah. someone, a representative that goes out with you on the trip. What, do you see a benefit, uh, benefit negative in that? Like, how do you see that? Um, well, in the last few trips, we've had a couple of hiccups. Um, so with, I think it was, jo- yeah, it was Jordan, when we arrived at the airport, the people that were meant to be meeting us there weren't there. And rather than us having to stress about that, that was Dave that got on the blower and sorry, Dave blower. I, yeah. Um, uh, got on the phone and sorted it all out. And within half an hour we were, um, David got the solution. The guys hadn't realized, I think they got the days muddled up or something, but no, yeah. it was um the guy that was supposed to be coming to pick you up. had had a car accident on the way oh, to come the- and get you. Yeah, and he um, hadn't, he uh, hadn't phoned the office, and then the office didn't know, so it was kind of one of those situations. But yeah, we were made aware of that one. But then again, the company themselves were then constantly trying to prove that they were better, and gave us some decent upgrades, and gave us lots of free gifts, and yeah, it was. Which I think, if you were just a single traveller, I don't know that you would have the clout to do that if that makes sense. Whereas if they're trying to get a repeat booking from a group rather than a single person, then yeah, they're obviously trying to like impress more, aren't they? So Yeah, I think so. Well, it was, it was yeah. interesting as well, because obviously, you know, you've been to Marrakesh before. We've just come back because we started and finished our surf yoga retreat there last week. Um, but the other people in the group had never been to Marrakesh before. And it was interesting how what they felt about Marrakesh and how how actually how nervous they were and said that actually they probably wouldn't have gone wandering around the souks if no. there wasn't somebody there who knew where they were going. Yeah, I think I think it is quite intimidating because it does get so busy there. Um and yeah, it is nice knowing that you've got someone that kind of knows their way around it and it is so easy to get lost in there as well. Um Another one we had was on Patagonia. One of the guys lost his um, kit in the flight. And again, like between sort of Dave and the guys back in the office at home, they were constantly trying to get things updated and sort that side of things out for him so that it was, they found it literally as we were coming home. So uh, I think it was back at, uh, uh, back up in Scotland, ready and waiting for him when he when he got home. But um, so yeah, having you guys along it means that we can still enjoy the holiday. Um, whereas when you're dealing with all the stuff 
opened like bureaucracy and forms and stuff for us and which yeah it's just nice to have it all done yeah i mean i mean Katmandu airport um if you've never been there before in trying to sort out your your visa <laughs> at Katmandu airport if, if that if that's your first sort of step into into foreign travel might be a bit ner- a, a nervy for people mightn't it yeah yeah i mean there is little quirks at every place you go to and and then if you've got someone there that can smooth it over then yeah it is a lot less stressful I think I think it's a lot less stressful. Um, well, Jane, thanks ever so much for coming on and having a, a, a chat with me um, and coming on to the podcast. It's great to kind of hear, you know, what you think of the bucket list company, the, the trips that you've been on. I mean, if before we go, if you were to think of what would be your one highlight, the one thing that you look back on on the trips and go, do you know what that that was my best bit of any trip? I'll probably be able to do that bit for each trip, but I'd no way on earth I can do it for all of them put together. Um, yeah, give give yeah. us a top five. Give us a top five quickly then before we go. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Summit night on um, Killy. I woke up just before, well, a while before we were due to set off uh, and saw a full moon coming over is it Mira Peak, the opposite yeah, peak? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that image. Mount, Mount, Mount Meru, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that image is forever just encrusted there. Um with Annapurna again going over the top in the pass. Um when you get to is that high camp, the top camp? Um this flock of birds just appeared from nowhere out of the mist. And it's just like, and then there was a butterfly flying past at like five thousand odd feet or meters or wherever meters. we were. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a butterfly in the snow, and it just completely messes with your head. Um, but yeah, it's just amazing what nature can do. Um, and some of the experiences we had around there with like the locals and stuff were just absolutely brilliant. Um, where did we go next? Sahara. Yeah finding shelves in the middle of a desert it was just like um yeah that was a bit bizarre i wasn't expecting that at all um and some of the sunsets and well the oasis is we were really lucky with there um gozo yeah um just the the fish were yeah you can't say anything else and i saw uh we went across to camino island one day um and we saw a chameleon in the wild it's just something i never thought i'd experience um so yeah um the um, the tour de paint and patagonia is just we lucked out on the weather down there so much it was just so beautiful um the surf at morocco we've done really we again really lucky um we had one day it was a bit dumpy but it was great um i'm definitely taking up paddle boarding now so watch out there we go um yeah so i could carry on forever but um, yeah. yeah it's just all so, amazing so, so you, you've managed to tick off quite a lot of your bucket list um and you know and a lot of that's been in the last couple of years as well i mean i mean you have had quite a a, a quick run in on some of those trips because you had 
you know, you had kind of planned two a year that had been cancelled due to COVID, but you would just push them yeah. back and push them back. And then suddenly you found out it was almost one after the other. Yeah. Well, I'm back at work today. Well, I came back to work yesterday. Um, and the boys were laughing at me because I've literally seen home because of either being on a course for work or being away with you guys. Um, in the last two months, I have seen home for three nights. Uh, yeah, and they're just taking the pick and the mick out of me. So, um, yeah, it, it has been a, a bit pretty full on last sort of six months for me. And hence why I can't remember where half the places I've been. But uh, no, <laughs> well, sorry, I mean, enjoyed them. I mean, you would only need to look through your phone, Jane, with the amount of photos that you take to, to kind it's of. It's all right until I smash it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, Anyway, Jane, thanks ever so much for coming on. Hopefully you've all enjoyed listening to to Jane's um, tales from her trips and what she's got planned for the future. Um, And if you find yourself a bit like Jane, where originally you weren't sure, you know, if you should go on a group trip, then as Jane just said, you know, just go and try it and see what it's like, because I don't think you will regret it. And I think you'll meet plenty of new friends on the way for, for future trips like Jane has like Jane's done. So anyway, until next week, see you later. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Bucket Lister podcast. Be sure to click follow to be alerted for next week's episode. For more travel inspiration, check us out at www.thebucketlistcompany.co.uk or follow us on socials. See you next time.